0: believe in the Arizona Cardinals it is the Arizona Cardinals centric specific show brought to you by myself Javon Adams and the one and only Ed Easy Smith we do this every week we bring you our it's our version of the uh, kind of a a recap or or definitely covering the team uh, in our backyard we live in the Phoenix metropolitan area and so of course we cover the Arizona Cardinals uh, my partner is not only was he able to, to steal a base every once in a while when he got the green light but by playing professional baseball, but he also is a vet of the NFL, the XFL, and the NFL Europe. So how you doing, man?
1: Doing good, man. Got through Christmas. Hope you had a beautiful holiday with the family. I hope everybody, all of our listeners did as well. And getting ready to turn the page on 2020, bro. Yeah, <laughs> we need to get this one turned fast. If this was a book, man, we would have just skip to the end of it you know (laughs) 2021 here you go
0: this is true this is true so we we like to talk uh we we reflect upon the previous week uh then we we the topics that come out of that week are what we bring and we discuss a little bit as we look ahead to the next opponent hopefully we'll have more than just next week to to wrap up about hopefully we'll have a few more weeks but we we shall see and so we're going to get into that definitely uh some of the things we want to talk about it is Man, it, this is a recurring theme, but energy. Um, we talk about Kyler Murray. Talk about the the lack of a running game. Uh, the just the the offensive line uh, in general. And then the, uh, it's do or die. It is seriously, this where they talk about must win game. This is this coming up week against the Los Angeles Rams is a must win game after the, the Arizona Cardinals uh, really, really just uh, uh, didn't capitalize on a great opportunity to take care of the San Francisco 49ers who are now residing for the last couple of few weeks here uh, in the Valley of the sun here with, uh, with the restrictions going on in California. But, You mentioned Christmas, and so during Christmas, of course, I was watching the Lakers. Uh, So the NBA and college basketball are back the NFL and college football playoffs are right around the corner. So with all these sports going on, there's always plenty of bets to lock in. So if you're thinking about picking the Lakers to repeat the NBA championship or someone to upset Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs, then you need to get to BetOnline.ag. I was actually looking at BetOnline.ag before we jumped on uh, easy. And I see that when we talk about the, the thin margins in games, and when you look at, for example, the, this coming up weeks so week 17, the, uh, you see, I got a, there's a 10 point spread with the uh, Cleveland Browns being favored over the Pittsburgh Steelers since big Ben isn't going to play Then We also have uh, the Indianapolis Colts uh, minus 14 against the Jacksonville Jaguars because they don't care. They rolled out. They, they rolling out anybody they can. They, they, <laughs> man, whoever, as long as they get to lose. And it's interesting and we'll get, we'll dig deeper into this, that the Arizona Cardinals and the Rams, it's a pick'em, And that is, That's embarrassing, given the fact that we know that their starting quarterback isn't even playing. So from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well, because it never closes. So head to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts believe in the Arizona Cardinals. Ed, I was watching that game. It was Saturday, so it, there. What I didn't do, and I know you watch all the games because I've been to your crib and I, I see how you you your setup and what you have going on. <laughs> I wasn't going out and hunting and searching for the other games that weren't, that were on. I think they were on uh, the NFL network. I wasn't searching for them. I was definitely in tune to what was going on for, with the, with the Arizona Cardinals. And <laughs> to say it was a letdown is uh, would, would be an understatement. The Cardinals fall to the 49ers 20 to 12 to 12, man. I, I just want to get your thoughts on this. When you're looking at it, one of the, I'm, I'm going to go over a couple of things that I saw. I mean, in, just in terms of the stats from the game, the the Cardinals in terms of uh, a team had 120 rushing yards on 27 attempts, which breaks down to about 4.44 yards per game. The San Francisco 49ers, 30 rushing attempts, 227 yards a game. I mean, 227 yards on the ground. You look at the number of pass attempts from the quarterback, 50 pass attempts from Kyler Murray, Fifty. 0 and I swear, easy, I swear. If I see another one of these wide receiver screens, these little short passes, I don't know if you saw the same thing because I'm gonna turn it over to you. I'll, I'll be done with my rant here, but it seems that if it was if it was say third and five, or if it was uh, a third and short, it seems like the plays were called to just before the sticks, and so if the pass was if the pass was completed there's no there there's no uh there there's no moving of the sticks because the routes weren't run aren't weren't uh far enough to even have a comeback to be able to still be beyond and have have the yard enough yards to gain your thoughts on this game because i'm I'm, it's the energy has that's over the last couple of days they've been talking about that here locally i think that is the key come on man you I mean, we talk about professionals and how they're supposed to be. Do how you, you shouldn't have to motivate. You're getting paid. I don't care if you say it's a game you're playing. No, you're getting paid. Get your money. Go out there, earn your paycheck, and do your thing. But your thoughts on this game and how you saw it play out, and how they just didn't capitalize on an opportunity here.
1: Jay, this was so disappointing. And before we even jump into it, I know you know Bet Online. Uh, just to give a shout out, this is the week 17 in the NFL is one of the toughest to manage in terms of picking, you know, uh, winners, whether it be against the spread or even straight up because of all the, the, you know, who's sitting, who's not True. who has incentive to play, uh, who this game means absolutely garbage to. So, you know, this is, this is a week, man. This is like, stay away. Danger <laughs> alert, alert. Um, but as far as like this game for the this past game for the Cardinals, man, I, I equate this one to, you never watch, you know, we we both have kids, you know, especially two, we have sons, right? You know, when they're trying to figure out how that whole potty training thing, and the first time you see them, they think they got it, right? Right. And the first time they pull them, them, them pull-ups down, and they just start peeing all over everything, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, and you're just like, you want to applaud them, because it's like, yay, he's doing it, but you're watching them pee all over your carpet, all over everything, and that's exactly what the Cardinals did this past weekend man they pissed all over the front of their leg all over the carpet hit no hit no parts of the toilet no nothing and that was it was lack of energy lack of motivation I don't know how you come into this game and I've been in some of these before where man we go out and we win and we're in or you know or we're gonna improve our even stat you know our level in the playoffs you know i remember a year we we're fighting for that home field uh you know by the buy, first round buy and stuff like that you get those are the instances where you don't need incentive or motivation and right. even if you do lose you go out with blunt get, uh, guns a blazing right man mm-hmm. they came out and they were so lackluster against a team with a backup quarterback in here who had every reason to just lay down and let us have it and we couldn't muster up enough To even, here's the thing, here's the disappointing part, we didn't even make it a game. I mean, you could tell, I mean, there's one thing if you go out and it's like, maybe we just got into an offensive battle and we lost 35 to 34, you know, score 12 points. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: with that, that pathetic kind of, you know, just, you know, and I, I can understand, here's the thing, Jay, you and I, we've been preaching all year and everybody was getting on us early in the year when we made our prediction. We were talking, hey, seven win range, give or take one or two. We're looking success, you know. And where are we right now, Jay? We're at eight wins, right? So all the beating we took earlier in the year, we're now where we thought we would be. And – but what happens that five and two start, bro? What happens? Everybody all of a sudden starts thinking, playoffs. And we're going to the Super Bowl and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And it's like, you know, they everybody got that taste. And now Cardinals kind of fell falling back to earth, whether it be the coaching staff, whether it be the players, maybe we don't match up talent wise enough, our scheme. You talk about that horizontal passing game, man. You would think we were constantly playing a uh, two minute offense where we have no timeouts left we got to make sure we get to the sideline i mean that's that's basically what it looks like whether it's first down or third and seven we want to throw a two yard out and see if we can pick it up and running game wise man we still have not gotten you talk about the, the yards that they put they came in here and pushed us around with a backup quarterback which you know what they're they were going to do, they were not going to put the whole game on Bethard's shoulders. They were going to say, hey, let's run the ball. What'd they do? We knew what they were going to do, and they still shoved it down our throat. Meanwhile, our attempt, we got our leading running back with 45 yards or whatever it is. You know, your quarterback, he's got 75, but now he's throwing like the way you said, throwing the ball 50 times for 200 and some change. You know, it's like, I have no idea what their plan was, but it stunk from beginning to end, and now we are in that do-or-die situation. And isn't it amazing? Like you just said, we're facing a backup quarterback that has never took taken an NFL snap. Yeah. And we're, it's a pick them And how bad is that? To, now, think about this, Jay. Six, seven, eight weeks ago, we were 5-2. and two.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, we were the, the, the bell of the ball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, right? sir. Yes, sir. Now,
1: all of a sudden, we can't even get uh be favored against a backup quarterback who's never taken a snap how far how far the mighty have fallen man huh?
0: yeah i i just I, it, it's one of those things that i i i i've heard kind of the the blame a little bit when it comes to energy i heard a uh, max starks i was listening to to seven this morning and so he was asked well who can you is the, how much how much blame or how much responsibility is it for the coach to get you, to get you uh, excited, to get you, to get you enthused, to, to really motivate you. And he said, well, to start a game, no, no, not at all. But when you're going into the, in the halftime, that when you're coming out of halftime, when you're going into halftime, the coach, that's the coaches, Hey, we got to fix this. And you got to do whatever you can to be able to galvanize and get them, everybody pointing in the same direction. And then if you don't come out, then then that that can be a little bit of blame could be laid on the coach in that way. Do you see? Do you agree with that, or where where do you agree or disagree when it comes to that?
1: Could you imagine a Belichick team, and he's working with a whole lot of no talent right now. Right. But in the heyday, could you imagine one of his teams coming out and playing that flat in a do or die game? No, man, he would have took every one of them players and had it. You've seen them before. Those team meetings between. Possessions. He's yeah. get the whole team together. And I'm talking, why are you going to wait till the end of the first half? to all of a sudden, hey guys, we got to wake up. Man, a good coach knows the temperature before, you know, it's like you, you can look at a, a, a pot on the stove and you know whether it's starting to percolate, right? Yeah. Because you see them little bubbles coming up. Now you see, there's no bubbles, right? And the thing's been sitting there for 10, 15 minutes. You, now you better turn. You did something wrong. You either didn't light the fire or you didn't light it high enough. Right. So now it's time. Look, fellas, this is crucial. We and, I'm talk, and then you get your leaders together too because those are the dudes on the sideline, you know, your Bakers, your uh, Petersons, uh, Murray. That's when you get to them individually and you say, look, first you get everybody together, then you tell them, look, Let's get this going, and then those dudes go and they individually go and get this going. So there's okay. no such there's no excuse for like I said. Well, at halftime, then we have to nah. If you wait until halftime, bro, you wait a whole a long time, and by then it's too late because the mood of the game is set. Right. We've already they are out there. I mean, every now and then you'll see teams that like we did against Seattle a bunch of weeks back. We came out in the second half and we were like, man, what we got to lose? Let's go. That's rare though. Most times, man, you can tell just like we watch the games all the time, Jay. And was the first? You can tell from the first series or two, you're like, mm, nah, this one's not going to go good, and it just stays in that mode right. all game long. And that's what the Cardinals did. They came out flat, like a, a like a, a, a Dr Pepper or a Mountain Dew or something's been sitting on the on the sink open for like a week, and you expect <laughs> to get some fizz or some bubble out of it. Man, they were flat, stayed flat, and that's all it was to it.
0: So when, and you're in, we're going to get to the, to the uh, the Rams matchup in just a moment, but I wanted to just talking about maybe like worst case scenario, if, because, again, you, you brought in your focuses on the offensive side of the ball. they 12 points. So 12 points is what you put up, is what your offense put up. And you're the one that's supposed to be lauded as this offense. I hate to use the word genius, but that's that's how that, that word has been used over and over again. If not, you're supposed to be very, uh, very adept when it comes to the offensive side of the ball, if we don't use that that G word. If they don't make the playoffs after being 5-2 and two when they hit the bye, is is Cliff Kingsbury almost a dead man walking next season, or or is there still a chance to be able to right this ship if they don't make it to the playoffs this season?
1: Well, here it's just an interesting and a great question, Jay. It's it's almost like, as far as the fans are concerned, this is almost, and I've been thinking about this all, you know, since they lost the game. This is almost a lose lose situation coming up for us, okay? Because you think about this, we caught a break by golf going down. They're playing horrible as it is anyway. But we caught a break by them going down. Yeah. So say we back into the playoffs and we beat their backup quarterback and we get in, then we lay an egg in the first round we're out. Our fans going to be satisfied with that. No, right? Mm. Also, what happens man the sky will be falling if for some reason the Rams beat us in this game with their mm. backup quarterback who's never taken a snap. Mm. If you think it's bad now after what we did against San Fran, you imagine going into the offseason with that baggage on our backs. Right. And the Cardinals are so close to it. Now, as far as Kingsbury is concerned, man, I hope, I, I don't think there's going to be a like a, a walking man or, you know, dead man walking kind of situation because it is still early for him. It is still his second year. We also have to go back and remember there was no offseason. We forget that part of it, that some of our development was lost. Right. Because we didn't have an off season because we only didn't have any preseason games. I know we're 16 into it now, so it's like you know we tend to forget that part of it. Give them an off season to get into these players' ears, maybe a little more, uh, get that uh, everything kind of start gelling and the the culture in. So you know I think we still have to give some of these coaches a pass with what, what's going on. But my biggest fear is the fandom that is going to come down on this organization and that can sometime kind of just sour everything you've accomplished you know and and that could be a real problem if we don't if we know if we come short in this one it is going to be like armageddon out here i don't think anybody's going to be calling for kingsbury's head at least the most of us with common sense but he's mm-hmm. definitely going to the clock will just definitely start ticking a little sooner Depending on you know how he handles this off season and how we move into twenty twenty one because, the, like I said, the biggest thing, the biggest disappointment sometimes is success. And we had a little bit uh, ahead of schedule and we kind of fall back to earth and now everybody, like I said, it's a, uh, it's uh, the sky is falling.
0: Yeah, and and so believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So man, I. I am seriously just at a loss because of that. It's just just a blown opportunity, so let's pivot and move to the the matchup the serious do or die matchup against the Los angeles Rams there The Cardinals will be heading to Los Angeles. They will be playing the Los Angeles Rams, but without uh, Jared Goff, who uh just had surgery on his thumb, I believe it was, so a broken thumb, if I'm not mistaken. And so the backup, and we've been alluding to it a little bit during during the show today, John Walford. Uh he actually, what is he? He played in the what the AAF you know. <laughs> but but the point is, is he's never taken a snap in the NFL. This is his first start. It'll be his first snap. And that... I, I remember talking. We I remember us talking about the Jets game when the Jets when we were we were going against the winless Jets and I thought, man, if they get down in the first quarter or quarter and a half or things aren't going right, then the pressure just starts to build and all they're going to hear all this week is you can't lose to a ba- a, a backup quarterback that has not just a backup quarterback some but somebody who has never taken a snap in the NFL that is that is going to be in the, we can't we can't lose i can't we can't lose we can't lose i can't lose and i wonder how what impact that's going to have but then you take that and on and on top of that the fact that they're going against the Los Angeles Rams and you say well yeah jay you just said that but They've never beaten the 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 Rams under Sean McVay. So all these things are it's it's this odd storm. Is it the perfect storm? Is it a storm that'll blow away and everything will be fine on game day? How do you see this one playing out? Because Leper can't change his spots. We've we've seen that. There at one point in the, the 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 season, the the offense was putting up points, and that's almost. It feels like it was just smoke and mirrors at this point in the season. But your thoughts on how this game is going to play out? What do we need to see? What is a must that that we must see from from the offensive side of the ball first of all? Because I think the defense, the defense did. I know it's crazy to say they did enough, but they they only gave up twenty. When the offense was the one that wasn't the, – they were, you know, with Cliff going forward and, be, and then them – the defense getting on the field with a short field uh, – with, with a short field to work with, all those types of things. So you're, talk about the offense and then what the defense has to do.
1: Oh, you know, here's the thing, Jay. The our offensive line better strapping on. Man. As that that uh, Rams front with uh, Donald is coming for them. And they are going to throw – I mean, that group right there, regardless of, you know, score or anything like that, they get after it. And we're going to have our hands full there first. And if we allow them to penetrate and push us around up front, we're not going to stand too much of a chance as it is because, one, Kyler's going to be running for his life, and then you throw in the fact we might be throwing the ball from sideline to sideline because he's not going to have enough time to get the ball up the field. And then throwing this caveat, too, you know he has this lower leg injury. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, they always love that when they don't classify it. But if he's limited in his, in his mobility in any way and can't escape or incorporate his running game into our running game, because without him, we don't have a running game, Right. honestly. So if we can't run the ball and keep them off of us and they get going, because here's the thing you have to remember, their defense is is – you know, is their defense. It doesn't matter who they have playing quarterback on the other side. They're still going right. to get after it. Right. Then you got let's flip to the other side of the ball. We know doggone well what San Francis did to us, running the ball for 270 yards or 227 yards, right? What do you think McVay or McVay is going to come in here with a plan to do? Uh, I know they're down a running back, but they're getting one back potentially. They are going to put it on the ground. And the other thing – what they're going to do. And it's not going to do
0: those waggles, the boots and the waggles, you I know, they just, gonna took do the
1: words it. right out of my mouth, bro. <laughs> Nothing but bootlegs. Cause what that does, that also limits that your, your quarterback. And this is another reason why, you know, uh, uh, the uh, McVay doesn't trust golf musk. Every other plays a a boot. And why is that? Because now you're cutting down half the field gotcha. and he doesn't have to survey the whole field. Now you're cutting it down. So he doesn't have more opportunities to make mistakes because now he's only reading half the field. And right. what it does, it also cuts half the field down for you because everything's either backside or, you know, you can throw those routes away because you're not supposed to throw back across the field. Right. right. So with this young quarterback, man, they're going to make this such a simple game plan. Boot, right. Boot left. Uh, here's your outlet right there. That's five yards up the field. Maybe throw it up the field, 10, 15 yards, and then we're going to run this ball until they can't take it anymore. So they come in here and establish that, and if we don't, once again, if we don't get after this dude, I don't care if you got to send eight, nine, whatever it is, in the box and, uh, you know, forcing the quarterback's hand, we let him get comfortable, and he boot us to death and run the ball, man, we're going to be going home early. And right at this point, Jay, I don't have – after what I've seen, I don't have a whole lot of confidence. I mean, even with a backup quarterback coming in here, you would think I'd be like, man, we're gonna kill these dudes. I'm not quite there, man. I'm you know, if this is going to be a game and there's a reason why they, you know, have it as a pick 'em. And I'll be honest with you, one of my seats right here, the one I do for my uh, conference confidence or pool every week, yeah. they got the Rams favored by a point and a half on my seat. So that means it either came down now it's a pick'em, but like I said, that's a whole lot of disrespect right there. They disrespected him,
0: <laughs> man. So, all right, man. It, uh, when I'm the reason I'm pausing is because I'm. This is not something that's been. When you look at the the Philadelphia Eagles when they played the the Eagles, um, the the again it was there was there were a lot of moments in that game as well that that the offense left much to be desired i mean this i wonder and this is just this is just open speculation i just wonder if that the if if the head coach is really tailoring his offense to maybe what he what the quarterback feels most comfortable with and therefore is limiting him from really opening up pandora's box in a good way to say this is all the stuff i want to do but that he's not able to do it because maybe the quarterback is 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 resistant to to some of those things or or some of the things that he maybe wants to do that will let this offense be much more dynamic the genius title has to go with uh the i guess the
1: ability to get everybody to buy in right uh-huh. And if you're a star quarterback, if there is any controversy in terms of, and I know how this thing works, man, when, as a week goes by, and I remember, you know, being a tight end, we'd come out and we'd get the game plan, uh, you know, on Monday or Tuesday, where it was, and we'd look through it. Before we saw it, the quarterback and the offensive coordinator, they've already been over that thing three or four or five times. And a lot of what they put in there during the early part of the week is, let's throw some stuff against the wall, whether it be formation, motions, uh blocking against these schemes and what we see on tape from them. Let's throw that all against the wall and see by Thursday or so what really works and what you're comfortable with. And that includes the passing game. Mm-hmm. That includes, you know, the, the route combination combinations everything that's going to be involved we want to see what works so by the end of the week you are comfortable when we get to that friday walkthrough you've told us this is what i like this is what i don't like so now we're catering or, you know trimming it down this is your food you're the one who's eating it yeah. so we want you as comfortable as possible now those conversations aren't have are being had there is a, a, a man you're talking about a breach in uh, uh communication I mean, you don't get to Friday and you're still running stuff that's either not working or he doesn't look comfortable running it. And that includes all your checks, everything. So this is a maturity of head coach and quarterback, you know, franchise guy. You know, if you guys are not married at the hip, especially, I don't know, I go back, I know we didn't have offseason, stuff like that. But at this point in regular season, that's something that should be nailed down. The process, the whole communication thing. When we're getting together on Fridays and Saturdays before we go out there on Sunday, and then the other part, Jay, and we talk about this all the time, is the adjustment period. Right. If we find that things aren't working and they don't, you know, we we had a different idea how it was all going to work out, then we got to make change. And that change happens instantaneous it's not okay well we'll run it a few more times and see if it works and you know if it doesn't then we'll Mm -hmm. think about it at halftime no you know from coverage from what they're doing and you know now it's the chess match we have to do the xyz to come you know to 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 fight what they're doing if you're not doing that stuff so this this is the part that we taught you and i talked about all through the year it's can cliff and kyler make those adjustments and it's not uh, series of series or half to half it's play to play. Sometimes you see yeah. him all those sitting over them dog on tablets all the time. You ain't sitting over there playing doodle jump you should be over <laughs> there. You know, this is what we're seeing. This is what we got to make changes to. So yeah, I, said, yeah.
0: I, I will say this. There were multiple times that as soon as, I mean, and, and we know that he's in, in shotgun or the pistol 93% of the time, yeah, sir. but all, even when the ball was hiked, it seemed that he was just running for his life just automatically. I don't get, I don't understand when you look at these off I, again, I, I know that you're, you were, you were uh, adamant or, or definitely wanted them to get somebody in the off season uh, in terms of in the draft, in terms of offensive line help. But here's the thing, when you look at the the, 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 those parts, you would think that they have they should at least be serviceable and they haven't even been that. And so that gives you no confidence at all that they will be, because watching Drake just Run into piles, or Drake would Drake will give you one good run, and then he gets the ball again, and it's negative yards, or he just gets right back to the to the yard to get. I mean, right back to the line of scrimmage. There, there is just inconsistency. Is the is the word is 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 the word here? If nothing, a lot
1: of that is scheme too, Jay. I mean, you know, like you know, they're looking at the tablets just like we are, right? So they see something that we're doing that's been successful for us. What do they do? They start, you know, twisting a little more or slanting to gaps when they see certain things and they make the correction. We don't make the next correction to, you know, to combat that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm, I can't, I'm not going to blame it all on scheme, but a lot of it has to do with, okay, uh, they've now figured that out. You know, this is our run, uh, Uh, scheme you know we're gonna double this to get to that you know when they're in this look what well, they do they start stacking guys they start twisting guys they start slanting guys we're running our same plays into now different formations and different s- defensive schemes and it's not you know like i said it's 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 just you have to make those adjustments and especially and I'll make this comment especially when you're talent lacking mm. you have to be even more on top of you have a great offensive line like some of those Old, you know, uh, Washington football team or Dallas Cowboy offensive line who can manhandle people. You can have guys miss an assignment because the dude next to him is going to pick that up and they get to the next level. When you right. are as non-talented as we are, man, them dudes better be butt to butt getting to that next level and passing, passing. You know, uh, some of the stunts off to protect Kyler when they do the twists and different things like that. Man, it takes a small crease. You know, some of these specialists, these dudes. Um, you know rushing the passer, man. As big as they look, you give them a, a, a just the smallest of space. They're squeezing through it, or coming off ends and and wreaking havoc on your defense, on your offense. And that's exactly what's been happening to us.
0: So the the Los Angeles Rams, they can they can get in even if with a loss, they need a lot of help. So they definitely want to win this game. It comes down to the, what is it, the Bears, the Rams, and the the Cardinals. So, again, this is a must win. If the Cardinals lose, they're out. And they have nobody to blame but themselves. Uh, whether or not I said seven, eight wins or whatever <laughs> the case was, case may be, when you start off five and two, the expectations change, especially around the Valley. Uh, and even I was just, this is cool. I hope they do well. I, and I hope that they do. And I'm, So I'm not trying to wish ill will upon them. But when it comes to when it comes to the bottom line and do I see the Cardinals uh, when we, when we do our wrap up of the regular season, will we be talking about the first week of the playoffs? I can't say that. I can't say that. I can't, I can't pick this team in that, in that regard. I hope that, I hope that I am wrong and we often say that I hope that we, we hope that we're wrong when it comes to our selection and we want to really do believe in the, in the Arizona Cardinals. But if what, if anything that that a seven and nine or an eight and eight record will tell you is that your average, your are average, and that's what this record right now says. They, they regressed to the mean because this is kind of who they were. They, they were outperforming. That's a good thing because think if they didn't win some of those games, if they wouldn't win that game against the 49ers in the beginning, or if they didn't win uh, against the Seahawks, think about what a lost season that, that this would be. So your thoughts on how you see this one playing out, will we be talking about playoffs next week, or will we be wrapping up the season or a, a season in review?
1: I hate to say it, Jay, but I think we're going to be wrapping up the season, man. It's, you know, and I know not a whole lot of home field advantage or anything like that, but going out, you know, to Cali, and this game is in Cali, if I'm not yes, right, sir. Yes, sir. so we got to go out there to play this game. Uh The the, the McVeigh versus King Bear, Kingsbury thing, I think it's real. I think yeah. he's in his head a little bit, and I just think when it comes to matching up, whether it's with his starting quarterback or this dude that we never even heard his name before. Sure. He's going to come up with some way to try to. And who knows this dude? Because here's the thing: Jared Goff has been playing horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. my, in my opinion, I'm like, how much worse can this dude be? He, if he's just a click better, yeah, then that might actually, you know, sometimes it's like what was it they were saying uh, addition by subtraction? Yeah, you know? yes. This yes. might be a situation where this dude, you know, and, and you know, hopefully. His butt ain't too tight, but if he comes out there and gets comfortable and they start getting them moving and everybody's, you know, and then as you're watching the game and you're watching your defense just straight get at it and then the other thing, how many points do you really have to score if your defense goes out there and plays lights out? Mm. I mean, we just saw the Cardinals put 12 on the board. you In that instance, you put 13 on the board. That's a W, you know? So, (laughs) So, for me, as bad as it, you know, it even think of it after the 5-2 and two start and then we're going into the last game needing a win against a dude that was last seen playing in the AARP or whatever it was
0: called. Fool, fool.
1: <laughs> so I gotta say, man, I don't have good feelings about this one. I think it would be a low-scoring, defensive, nasty uh, LA 18. They might score six field goals. So 18 huh. the Cardinals, thirteen.
0: Damn. All right, man. So that's how we do it. So this has been believe in the Arizona Cardinals. Wait a minute.
1: You haven't given me yours. You no, I leave.
0: told you I said that I think they're oh, gonna okay. lose. Yeah, I said I think they're gonna lose. I, I thought know. you'd leave I
1: thought nah. you leave me out there on the on the <laughs> you're like, you go ahead and take this
0: one. <laughs> I, think I think I think I think it might get a little ugly. I say maybe uh, maybe thirty to thirty to seventeen. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully, again, hope hopefully I'm wrong, man. This I is still one of those.
1: Better. I know my boy is gonna leave me out there. Nah, I'm you know I ain't gonna leave me. you my out bad. there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so on behalf of Ed Smith, I'm Javon Adams. We do this every week. Tell a friend and tell a friend about what we have going on here, I believe, in the Arizona Cardinals. Hopefully when we meet this time next week, we'll be talking about a Cardinal win. But if not, we'll give kind of a recap and our thoughts on, on the season. And, of course, we'll recap this Los Angeles Rams game. So as we always say about this time, are you kidding?
1: Until next week, be easy out there. Happy New Year, everybody. We'll see you
0: next week. Yes, sir.